0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is GRE Bytes. My name is Davis. I'm an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. Check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at StellarGRE.com and use the code Bytes for 10% off any membership. So today, Orion, I have a special request which is we've talked a lot about individual strategies and kind of explored those in past episodes, um, such as you know diagnostics, uh, offensive versus defensive problem skipping, going straight to answer choices, um, you know process of elimination, these kind of things. I want to know: can we go over a single verbal question orally here as kind of an experiment and? kind of put all these strategies together and see what it's like to, to tackle a single question from the GRE in this episode.
1: Yeah. Let's give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. I think it's easier if you can see the question, but we'll, we'll do this as an experiment. So I think one of the easiest verbal problems to start with in this oral format would be a sentence equivalence. And this is a question that I'm taking from my, uh, program on StellarGRE.com. So let's assume that we've just been presented with a sentence equivalence question. The first place we're going to look are the answer choices. We're going to look at the answer choices for a number of reasons. First is we're going to glance at them to make sure that we know what most of the words mean. If we don't know what most of the words mean, we should guess and move on as quickly as possible because the odds of getting this question right are very, very low. In this case, the answer choices are... Erudite, complex, clear, lucid, involuted, and brilliant. Uh, Most of those are fairly common, except maybe involuted, but let's assume that we know what all of these words mean. Uh, So we're good to go. Having looked at these answer choices, we now want to begin to pair these together because it's a sentence equivalence where we're choosing two words that fit into one blank. These two words must logically be synonyms of each other. Any word that does not have a synonym pair, we can eliminate out of hand. In this case, we can say that um, clear and lucid are synonyms, and that complex and involuted are synonyms. Erudite and brilliant are not synonym pairs, so we can eliminate them out of hand. So without even reading the question, we got rid of a third of the answer choices, and we've also created a forced choice for ourselves. So rather than read the question and then try to figure out the best word that we know in our vocabulary out of the entirety of the English language that will fit in the blank, we now know that the answer is something like clear or something like complex. And that's what I mean by a forced choice. And those two options are actually fairly different from each other. So it should, shouldn't should be too hard to know whether we're looking for a word that means clear or looking for a word that means complex. But since we have two synonym pairs, we do have to read the question. And when we read the question, we're going to read it actively using the word search technique. The word search technique is how we answer all vocab-based questions. We're basically looking for two kinds of words. We're looking for keywords and trigger words. Keywords are the words that directly relate to the blank. Trigger words reveal the direction of that relationship. That is, the blank and the keyword can either move in the same direction and be synonyms, or they can move in opposite directions and be antonyms. So let's actually read this sentence and see what happens. Here it is. Given the professor's often obfuscating methodology of instruction, it came as some surprise when his lecture on quantum mechanics was acknowledged as blank by some of his students. All right. So in this sentence, like in most sentences, it's often easier to identify the trigger word or words. In this case, that would be, it came as some surprise. Now, things are surprising when our expectations are betrayed. So this must be a change direction trigger. Um, So the way that this professor's lecture was acknowledged by students must be different from how he is usually expected to behave. And what does the sentence tell us? That the professor's often obfuscating methodology. So obfuscating must be the key word. This matches up because obfuscating in this case is a gerund being used as an adjective. And all of the words in the answer choices are also adjectives. This is a trick for identifying keywords is that the vast majority of the time the keywords in a question will be the same part of speech as the words in the answer choice. So this checks out. Adjectives in the answer choice, adjective keyword. So obfuscating means to sort of like darken or um, make difficult to understand. Um, So what we want here is if he's usually like very difficult to understand, then it would come as some surprise that his lecture was easy to understand, which would match much better with clear and lucid as opposed to complex and involuted. So once we understand that, we would choose C and D and move on with our lives. I'll just pause for a moment here and say why so many of these other options exist. is like we're talking about a professor of quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics are complex. People who master this study are often erudite or brilliant. So about half of the answer choices here are what I call psychological association trap answers or pat answers, because these vocab words are psychologically associated with some of the story of the problem that actually has nothing to do with the deep structure of the question, which is what students are asked to respond to. So, um, you should be able to solve this question in real time in less than a minute at a very casual pace. If you don't hesitate, if you know what you're about in the sequence of, um, the strategy and, um, you know, most of the words.
0: Thank you, Orion. That was very, uh, illuminating. (laughs) I hope it wasn't, you know, complex for anybody. But the point is one thing I just wanted to clarify is uh, in order to go through these strategies, you have to recognize what type of problem it is uh, right off the bat. And so when you have one blank in the sentence in the problem, then you know it's this type of problem that we just did.
1: Uh, Not necessarily because there are single blank text completion questions. So the way to tell the difference is to look at the shape of the buttons next to the words in the answer choices. So vocab-based words will always have vocabulary as answer choices. So that's very easy to spot. Text completion questions will have little... Um, uh, it's a choose one versus sentence equivalents will be choose many. They're going to have little... little boxes next to the answer choices for a sentence equivalence, as opposed to text completion, the words will be in boxes themselves. And so it's kind of like the way the answer choices, the the buttons look is the fastest and easiest way to differentiate between a single blank text completion and a sentence equivalence question.
0: Awesome. That completed the puzzle for me and just oral walkthrough little tips and tricks. Once you practice them, put them, string them all together Uh, as, as was just kind of demonstrated at a much more leisurely and explanatory pace. uh, Every question can be super easy to, to solve. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Please give us feedback. If that was helpful to go through an oral question, uh, go through a single question in an oral format, as we just did love to hear from you. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode of Jerry bites. Um, and if you have any of that feedback or topics or questions, please email us at stellar gmail.com. We can address it on future episodes. Um, and if you're ready to take your prep to the next level and, and learn all these little tips and tricks and practice them in real time for yourself, check out our top rated GRE self-study program at stellar and use the code bytes for 10% off. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon.